Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. And welcome to another episode of the Lunch Learn with Dr. Bayer. I'm your host, Dr. Bayer Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist, founder of drbayerpierre.com, as well as Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself with better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, helping you empower yourself with better health. This week, we have an amazing guest, a good friend of mine, Dr. Shanika Scarborough who is going to educate us on how we bridge the gap. We get to talk about National Minority Health Month. We get to talk about a lot of her endeavors because she is a phenomenal woman who just does absolutely amazing things and is probably busier than me, right? Like, and I know, I know a lot of people say I'm busy, but this one, like, she, she's a busy one. Like, she, she kind of dwarfs my work. Like, she makes me work a little bit harder when I see the amount of work that she gets done. So, quick bio, because I know you guys need that, that credibility boost so you know, like, hey, to make sure Dr. Barry don't got us just talking to anybody. Dr. Shanika Scarborough, a.k.a. America's favorite family medicine doctor, graduated from the University of Illinois College of Medicine in 2009. She completed her family medicine residency program at Advocate Christ Medical Center in 2012. Since then, she has gained invaluable experience as a board-certified family physician. She has had the privilege of owning and operating a private medical practice. She is a best-selling author with her titles including As the Wind Blows, Volume 1 and 2, as well as the Her Daily Journal series, where she emboldens women to take one step closer to Christ, and the Lunchtime Physician Entrepreneur, where she teaches other physicians and physicians in training how to start their own medical practice. Currently, Dr. Shanika is the medical director of BlackDoctor.org and works as a wound care specialist in Sacramento, where she lives with her husband, Pastor Daryl Scarborough, and their three rambunctious dogs. Uh, Dr. Shanika's mission is to be transparent about her life in hopes that sharing her testimonies will help bring others closer to God. Having been the featured MC of the Diva MD radio show on urban broadcast media, as well as a variety of other platforms on television, social media, she speaks in various educational and inspirational settings, travels internationally, including Haiti and many countries in Africa, to extend her knowledge skills and expertise around the globe again you to and you'll have the links to her website and to her daily general series that i think you guys all you know need to pick up because it's absolutely amazing and like i said you know this is an amazing person right and again we we we, we talk a lot about her uh, work with blackdoctor.org we talk a lot about her work with the international uh you know mission trips that she does so you just got to sit tight and get ready for another great episode but remember before you do that make sure you hit that subscribe button Make sure, you know, you, you share this uh, with a friend of yours. Tell them to hit the subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Leave Dr. Shanika a five-star review. Let her know she's did an amazing job. And you guys have a great best day. Get ready for another amazing episode. This episode is brought to you by the Lunch and Learn Community Store, where we are living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. In the Lunch and Learn Community Store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, ebooks, as well as other related products by Dr. Barry. Head over to shop.drpiersblog.com and get a chance to get 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Again, shop.drpiersblog.com. Live out the motto, empower yourself for better health.
All right, Legendary Community, again, you heard an amazing intro from not only a person I respect in the health community, especially when it talks about minority health and talks about, you know, physician empowerment, but a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Shanice Scarborough, who is going to, you know, really educate us on, you know, obviously what national minority health means, you know, what, you know, the roadblocks of being an author, you know, why, you know, has she kind of took it upon herself, uh, you know, to get physicians out their own way and, you know, get, you know, put pen to paper. So I'm definitely excited about today's show again. Dr. Shanika, thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Barry. And again, let's like to me, I can't, I can't hype this person enough. Again, I think it's, we're going on almost three years now, I think it's, it's yes, it's, sir. It's quite some time and, you know, seeing, we, we've both seen each other grow mm-hmm. uh, in, in this space. So it's been absolutely amazing. And I'm like, I'm the biggest geek fan. I watch a lot of my colleagues from afar do amazing things. So I, I knew in the community that I needed to get her to, you know, educate us a little bit and talk uh, you know, about some things that I think is important, especially in this month that we're in now when we talk about National Minority Health Month. But again, first of all, before that, Dr. Shaniga, please tell, tell the Western community a little bit about yourself, you know, that, you know, they may not know or they may not have read in the bio about health. Absolutely. Again, thank you, Dr. Barry, for having me on your podcast. I'm your lunch learner. This is an amazing platform. I am a geek as well, looking from afar. <laughs> and all of you guys do some amazing things. And watching you all do your amazing things is actually what motivated me in some of the positions that I have now to be able to amplify that. So super excited about that. And we can talk about that in just a bit. But I am Dr. Shanika Scarborough, formerly Dr. Shanika Williams. Scarborough came two and a half years. No, yeah, two and a half years. Now my husband is a pastor. We are originally hailed from Chicago. And then we moved all the way to Sacramento, California, where he was called to pastor a church, my church home, Boss Church in Sacramento. Um, So I'm super excited about what God is doing in the city of Sacramento itself and in our church uh, community. I am a board certified family medicine physician. I went to the University of Illinois in Chicago College of Medicine, (laughs) Chi-Town in the house in 2009 and did a residency in family medicine um, at Advocate Christ in 2012. Um, And since then, I've had a multitude of opportunities and things to do within the family medicine scope that has really shaped who I become as a physician, as well as some of the positions that I currently have. I am currently the medical director of blackdoctor.org as of September of 2018. And I am a skilled wound care physician. So that's a wound care specialist where I go into nursing homes and I take care of patients who have wounds, all types of wounds, diabetic wounds, pressure, ulcers, any wounds that infections, any wounds that you can think of. I'm taking care of those. And the nursing homes. And over the past, since September, actually been able to craft my lifestyle to fit the way I wanted it to look, you know, as a physician. I mean, that's always a tough thing um, mm-hmm. to do. You're right about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's always a tough thing to do. But I think right now, I think I've hit that sweet spot. So yeah, I'm, a, I'm excited about what, what what's happening in medicine, what's happening in the African-American community, um, as far as physicians and growth of physicians in medicine increasing the diversity in medicine. So all of that is, is important to me. Love it. So again, again, let's learn to me. I told you she, she's, I'm special. Again, I usually, I just, I, I got a lot of special friends and she's definitely one of them. And, you know, I thought, you know, being that, you know, depending on when you listen to this month of April, National Minority Health Month, which obviously I'm biased, right? Because as a minority, as a physician, I'm, I'm keen to a lot of the different concerns that the, especially the African-American male faces on a day-to-day basis when it comes to health 
self-care. Actually, to tell us, you know, especially with, with the month going on as it is and in your role at uh, BlackDoctor.org, like what does National Minority Health Month kind of mean to you? Yeah, absolutely. So I've always had a passion for the African-American community, not just because I'm an African-American or I'm an African-American physician, but because of our inequality in health. I have a passion for any person or group of people that are marginalized, that are disadvantaged, especially uh, when it comes to healthcare, because that is my profession and that is what I see the most. So everything that I do is centered around, you know, career-wise and education-wise and getting the word out is centered around education, educating the minority population on health disparities, things that they need to know to live healthier lives. And that is ultimately how I even came to be the medical director of blackdoctor.org. So National Minority Health Month is huge for me because I feel like it is my duty. Mm, <laughs> it is my strong, duty. Strong word. Strong word it without, is. Without yes, it is my duty, not just in April, right? Not just in February, you know, Absolutely. you know, I, it's, it's my duty on a daily basis to educate. And whatever that looks like, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever capacity or role that I'm in, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm a first lady of a church. We have the first ladies health initiative <laughs> where we are around the country. We have chapters around the country that focus on health in the African-American churches. So, you know, I didn't want to just like be that. a pastor's, right. I didn't want to just be a pastor's wife, right. You know, I use my platform to educate and that's what it, that's what it's all about. So National Minority Health Month is just an exemplification of what my goal is to do on a daily basis every day of the year. And, and, and it's so important, right? Like, I mean, we, we've talked about, you know, various diseases here on the podcast, whether it be cancer, mm-hmm. diabetes, heart disease, uh, infant mortality, you know, birth defects. Like you pick Absolutely. up this and minorities seem to be more adversely affected by it, right? So it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely something something that, you know, drives a lot of us to really want to do more because we need to do more, right? It's, it's Absolutely. Like Dr. Jenny said, it's our duty, right? Like a lot of us really feel like it is our duty to do more because uh, if we don't, right, and if we continue to trend, right, it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it, detrimental I, to our communities. I, Absolutely. I, I'm actually very excited. That's a very expensive. That the first, is a first lady, what, what, what does that help? The... So a first lady is just a pastor's wife. So right, if right. You're, if you are a pastor's wife and your pastor is heading a church you are considered, especially in the African-American community, to be the first lady of that church. Mm. <laughs> and if you you can't even see me, but as I'm putting up air quotes <laughs> <laughs> as I'm talking. <laughs> So, you know, there are a lot of people that, you know, they take that role very seriously. And, you know, unfortunately, but fortunately, people, they follow you like that because you have that role. So I don't want to be remiss in my responsibilities and what God has called me to do. So any opportunity, it's not just the title to me. Any opportunity that I have, I'm going to push God's agenda all the time, every time. Love it. And he has a passion for the marginalized. I love it. So when speaking of roles, as as the medical director, uh, and again, I'm I've again I've always been familiar with Black Doctor Org. It's been uh, one of those websites that I've even as a medical student, as a pre med student, I was like, oh okay, this is you know this is speaking to to me, right? And mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm always I'm always very like keen to stuff that you know, kind of speaks directly to me. So so that's I absolutely love the website. And again, obviously you being a medical director, like what what does your role kind of entail? In what were some of the things I say, you know what, like I can do this. <laughs> I'm always questioning whether I can do this. 
that is always the question on my mind. Am I qualified for this? Like, what am I doing? What am I? Am I doing justice? <laughs> but so actually, BlackDoctor.org, I became aware of them because they are a Chicago-based company, uh, media company, and I've always loved looking at their articles, receiving you know their newsletters, all of those things, and I kind of developed a relationship with the CEO over the course of many years. I did a few educational Facebook lives for them while I was living in Chicago and even came back, you know, once I moved. But because of that relationship and rapport that I built with the CEO, I was able to relate to him some of my passions and some of my desires and some of my frustrations about the way medicine was going and, you know, share with him some of the the, the jobs that I was working in that frustrated me. And, you know, you know, and he's a business mind and he's like, OK, well, then let's create some solutions. I'm like, well, all right. All right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. So officially, as of September of 2018, I became their very first medical director, BlackDoctor.org. And my role is, essentially is to create programs and services that ultimately connect physicians with patients. And one of my ideas was what we just launched last month, the BDO Connect directory, which is a directory culturally sensitive physicians so that patients can go on our site. Our site already has over 100,000 hit a day where patients are looking for doctors. So we have a find a doctor feature now where, you know, we are now building our list of African-American physicians as well as culturally sensitive physicians, meaning you don't have to be African-American to be a part of our directory, but it does mean that you have a passion for decreasing the health disparities in the African-American community. So yeah, so we're building that directory right now as we speak and physicians across the nation are joining and we're hearing testimonials of patients coming into the doctor's office saying, I found you on blackdoctor.org and I trust you. (laughs) So that, you know, that in itself is like, okay, Lord, we are on the right track. (laughs) We are doing what we're supposed to do. And the ultimate goal is to really bridge that gap in health disparities, present patients with physicians that they trust so that they can get good access to care. That's the bottom line. So that's our ultimate goal with any of the products and services that we create from here on out. Now, especially with that that first business aspect of just connecting patient to physician, was that something that a lot of the, the viewers and people who come to the website would ask for? Like, hey, like, yeah, yeah. great. But like, yeah. how do I find one in Detroit? How do I find one in Michigan? How do I find one in where I'm living at? Absolutely. We would see that question all of t- all of the time in the, like our Facebook page or in our customer support asking, you know, where can they find a position that looks like them or, you know, is culturally sensitive, you would also see it even in some of our doctors groups. Now, people don't know that we have a small community or even a large community of doctors groups where we talk to each other across the nation and we would get questions of, hey, looking for an African-American doctor in Philly that, you know, (laughs) see, you know, is OBGYN. You know, we would have those conversations amongst ourselves because we want to refer our patients to people that we trust. So it was, you know, it was a twofold, you know, not only were the consumers asking, but so were the doctors. I want to find, I need a doctor that I want to send my patients to for specialty care or what have you. Um, so we, we are definitely trying to fill that void and make it easier for people to connect. And, and lunch and learning community, I want to really stress when we, I think we've talked about this in the past that it's already been shown that if your doctor shares similar characteristics like you, i.e. kind of looks like, and kind of looks like you, you are one more likely to follow 
follow their direction. You are more likely to, you know, take the medication like you're supposed to, see them when you're actually supposed to. So it, it and that adds to the cycle of becoming healthy and, you know, getting healthier when you actually follow the direction of your doctor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I, I remember it was a, it was a doctor, I forget where that person, I posted videos a while back where, you know, the, the family didn't speak English. English was not their primary language. And the physician was actually upset that the person couldn't speak English. Like speaking wow. of a, a non-culturally competent physician, right? Like that's, and that's where a lot of people run into, right? They run into a lot of physicians who don't respect their culture, don't look mm-hmm. like them, can't relate to them. And thus there's no way they can possibly treat them to the best of their ability. So, Absolutely. I, so I'm, de- I'm definitely, you know, uh, excited about, you know, just that connection because again, that's really what it is. And, and I know a lot of times when people talk about these disparities, they always say, well, if they would just go to, well, they can't really find them. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not that, It's not that they don't want to go to the OB. It's not like they don't want to go to pediatrician. They really can't because they, they don't know where they're at. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the twofold part because again, we, and, you know, me and Dr. Shini talked about it all the time. You know, a lot of physicians, we don't do that good of a job, you know, letting folks know we're here. Right. Mm-hmm, like, like, mm-hmm. like you heard Dr. Shanika's resume, like she lets you know she's in the building when she's here. Right. There's no <laughs> question about it. Right. But a lot of us, unfortunately, you know, the, the, regardless of what we did during medical school and during residency, you know, when we get to a place, we don't tell people like, hey, this is why you need to come to me. So definitely thankful for, you know, you know, BlackTalk.org just to be able to kind of say like, hey, we're going to do the legwork for you. Yeah. And we're off. We also our goal is to be able to offer culturally sensitive training as well. So hospital and organizations can offer, you know, webinars or seminars or, you know, some type of didactic so that they are able to actually get culturally sensitive training, right? Mm. For all of of their physicians, you know, we need it. And I'm not just saying that, you know, just as an African-American, listen, you know, if I have Chinese patients or if Mm -hmm. I have Korean patients or if I have I want to be, if I have Muslim patients, I want to know what's culturally acceptable, right? That's so true. So true. We we could all use it. You know, the United States is supposed to be united. Talk about it. <laughs> Just say it. This, and, you know, speaking of united, right? Because, again, I want to, you know, I, we're going to get in Dr. Shaniga's business, right? For, for those who don't, again, if you, this is the first time, you know, you've heard of her. She does not only amazing work here in the United States, but she, her, her, let's just say her passport is full, right? And she, she might already be on the second book. I don't even know. She might already <laughs> be on that second book of the passport because she is not only, you know, preaching the word of health here, right, in the United States and get, trying to get us together, but she does this outside the country. So can you, can you, you know, lighten the lecture community just a little bit about your international work, right? What influenced you? Like, in, like again, because again, I'm in awe of some of the stuff that you do. <laughs> Let me just tell you that God has blessed my feet. <laughs> He has definitely blessed my feet. In the past year and a half, I want to say, I have been to Africa five times and Haiti in May. It will be at least three or four times. I'm starting to lose count, but I, I go again. I go again in May. I was actually really blessed to come across a young lady, Sherry Postma, Missionary Partners for Christ, whose vision and missions were so completely in line with everything that I stand for, that I re- I have not gone on a mission trip without her and her team yet. 
Okay. So every trip that she goes on that I'm able to go on, I, I just go. I just go. Uh, we've been to many parts of Africa. We've been to, oh, and I've also gone to South Africa with our church as well. So we've been to South Africa, West Africa, all, you know, a, a lot of different parts, Burkina Faso, Chad, Cameroon, Liberia. And it has been, what was the other one? I'm drawing a blank. I see it in my head and I can't. Oh, the Ivory Coast. You see what's like me? I told you, I, I, I know you thought I was playing with <laughs> I said that I think she's on the second book. Like, I don't even know. I don't, I think the, the first book is like put away somewhere, stamp the floor. Let's get, bring no. the second one out. Claim it, claim it though. It's not yet, but claim it. I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, her, you know, her vision, she, you know, so I am a, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ. Um, and what we do is we spread the word. So not only, you know, a lot of these countries won't let you in, you know, just to talk about Christ, period. Uh, so mm-hmm. she has fused bringing free medical care and treatment to countries all over the world. You know, it's just so happened over the past year and a half, it's been Africa, but she goes wherever God leads her. And, you know, also try and save souls. So I, you know, we have an awesome time. We're usually gone 10 days and we usually go three to four times a year. And it has been, you know, the most (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Amazing experience. If any physician, whether you are Christian or Muslim or whatever, you know, whatever you are, that holds no bearing for what, you know, God has called you to do. But if you are a physician and have not done mission trips, it puts the United States healthcare system <laughs> on, the, on the front line. Okay. <laughs> when you see, you know, so many people that do not have access to care and the appreciation that they have for members to come and bring them medical care, to give them health education, to try to treat their diseases. I've seen miracles happen. I've seen patients who were ostracized by their country or by their tribe because of a medical condition that they have that was easily fixable, right? You know, but they didn't have access to care. Just the stigma that's, you know, laid upon them. Just that feeling of of gratitude to be able to to assist them and to help them and to love on them, to come all across the country for them. I mean, it's just, it has been an amazing ride. Um, If you're a physician and you have not done medical mission trips, you know, please, please, please get with an organization and go. Try, try to get with Dr. Shanika, y'all. Like if you, okay. <laughs> or get with me. Yeah. And, and, and I think you, you touched on such a great point because I remember going to, I believe it was Jamaica, and the, the act of gratitude, like they were so happy, right, that I was just saying, hey, this is what you should take for blood pressure, right? Something that we take for granted, and I'll, and I'll be honest, I, we take for granted over here sometimes, right? Just that ability to say, oh, just take this medication here. Just mm-hmm. do this here. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to a country that you know, like the if yes, we have some resource uh, unavailability here in the United States, but like it doesn't even compare, right? Like it doesn't Absolutely. compare when you go to these countries, and just to see that look on the face, like they're just happy you're talking to them. Honestly, yeah, they're just yeah. happy you're there to say like. 
because they, they know the work that you have to do just to come to their country. And they say, you know what? Thank you. Like yeah. I, I've, I've never heard so many thank you uh, that when I did that mission trip because they were just so thankful that I was just there to take a blood pressure, to do a vitals. To t- like mm-hmm. it was just, it was such an amazing. amazing. Trip. So I, I definitely. It's amazing. With, with that sentiment. So, so you're and hooked. Even, so you're hooked, basically, is what you're saying. I am. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Yes. As many times as financially possible that I can go. Absolutely. I am all over it. And then when I say it puts the U.S. healthcare system on the front line, when, you know, I hear some of these surgeons that are going out and operating, for instance, like a cataract surgery, there's a doctor out in Kenya who does cataract surgeries and it costs the patient maybe $20. Now, $20 to them is a lot of money, you know, and they have to gather their resources and they have to do the things they have to do to get that $20. But what can you get you can't even get Starbucks. <laughs> you can't even buy your buy yourself and your friend a cup of coffee and a donut. Nope. Nope. <laughs> For $20. You understand what I'm saying? That it costs, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars putting people in debt for surgeries that could be, you know, cost pennies on the dollar. So it, you know, it, it frustrates me the way our health, the direction our health care is turning to. It's really frustrating. And not only that, and that's a whole nother soapbox that you yes. won't get into. We probably have to do a separate episode just to yes. say, you know what, 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 what are we upset about with this? Oh, <laughs> Because you, I can, I can go in and I can go in all day long. Yes, <laughs> on our on our healthcare system, mm-hmm. but I won't do it on this podcast, Doctor Barry. <laughs> No, that's a future one. That's a future. Mark it out, lunch learning community. She already said she'll come back for a second one. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about the ills of, of yes. our healthcare system. Just so just so y'all can get a look on our side. Absolutely. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for it. We gotta make change, right? If we don't talk about it, we can't do anything about it. I agree. And, and speaking of talk about it, one thing that what I love about you is you love the document, right? One thing is people are going to know what you're doing because you're going to let people know what you're doing. Like, can you talk about just what, what, how important it is to really document one story and, you know, get their truth out there? Absolutely. So I don't do it just so people can know what I'm doing. I do it because I want people's lives to be transformed. Mm-hmm. If I, if I could be honest with you and transparent with you, if I had never posted again on a social media site, (laughs) (laughs) I would be okay with that. But if you were to look back from my post from 2010, where I was just posting to be posting versus the, you know, the post that you see now, all of my posts have some transformative message that I want you to get that, you know, if you are not going to get it anywhere else, I'd need you scroll past my page and at least get it for me. You know, you know, sometimes you know, people say that your life is, you know, maybe the only Bible people read, you know, so, ah, you know, okay. I want to be All a right. testament. Yes. I want to be a testament of, you know, God's goodness. I want to be a testament of if it mobilizes you to do good for someone else. Awesome. I've done my job. So that's, that is the, that is the intent behind my content of sharing with people I, I really want people's lives to be transformed, whether it's their health, whether it's spirituality, whether, you know, whatever the case may be, I want you to be transformed. And speaking of that, can we, can we just, just, can we talk about the, your, your, your journal series just to you know, yes. bring on the bring lunch learning community, just uh, kind of talk about again. And, that, and that's where I really want to, you know, really, really dive deep in because I think one thing about you that, that I love is that your word is so consistent. 
it's been consistent for three plus years mm-hmm. um, through ups, through downs. It's it's just been this like I, I want you and depending on who that you is, whatever the subject is, I just want you to do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that. <laughs> that's it right there. You said it in a nutshell. I mean, that's how the, the Her Daily series, uh, Her Daily Journal series was born. Um, I was literally in the car with my husband <laughs> driving to either San Francisco or Oakland, driving somewhere it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> And God spoke to me and and I said, I needed to write a journal a month for the next year and, you know, see how that transformed people's lives. And what it is, is every, for the month of, or for the year of 2018, Hmm. the beginning, the end of 2017 to almost the end of 2018, I'd literally live in front of everyone watching, wrote. 12 books in 12 months and each one detailing some biblical principle that, you know, that, and it's mostly geared towards women that they can use to help them in their everyday lives. And that was one of the most difficult, but amazing journeys I've ever taken in my life to be able to hear God speak one thing and then see him bring it to finish 12 months later. And the close of the journals was at the death of my mom, right after the death of my mom. So that final journal was, was dedicated to her. And it actually, her death actually brought everything full circle for me and brought everything into perspective mm. for me. And, and it just made me just love God more. So that was an amazing journal. So that journal, you know, those journals are out and they can be used every, every month yes. <laughs> for the rest of your life. Yeah, I have people that are going through the journals for a second time. We're now doing a Her Daily Journal live online book club for women. So on the last day of each month, we go over the journal that, you know, what was going on for that month. So for April, we're going over prayer, daily chats with God, um, which talks about how to pray fervently and what that means. What does it mean to pray? So yeah, it's it's been exciting. I've been, you know, I get so many messages about, you know, women's lives that are being transformed by these journals. And it's just a blessing. I didn't write not one of them. Okay. <laughs> I didn't write one of them. It was the Holy Spirit that led me the entire way. I thought I had a list of topics I was going to cover, and God was like, mm-mm, uh-uh, mm-mm. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I got this. I got this. Mm-mm, I got this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, and you can actually see as I'm going through them again, you can actually see my progression as I get closer to Christ. And that's, that's the model, you know, that these journals help embolden women to take one step closer to Christ. And you can literally, if you did journal by journal, starting from December, December was the first one, you can see my journal, my journey of growth. And that's what it epitomizes for me is that I want women to grow as they continue to go through each of the journals. I, I love it. And, and, and it's so it's so interesting, especially because, again, we, we've known each other for a while. So, um, you know, we used to watch. I used to watch you take care of your mom and I could just see uh, the love that was there. I, I could see, you know, that I, I could see regardless of what was going on, you were there to, you know, to brighten up her day and she would brighten up. And again, in the Lynchburg community, you know, we're fellow moguls. So we've, like I said, we've actually been rocking together for a good time, but, you know, pretty close. So I definitely am happy for, for everything that, that's been going on, but especially the accumulation of, of the journal series in that regard. I appreciate that. Thank you for your support. You've always been very, very supportive and, and I'm very appreciative of that. Absolutely. So, so you've, you've taken, 
you know, you've taken what God's kind of put your heart into your mind, right? And put it on paper. But then what I, I noticed, right? Again, I, again, because again, I'm watching from afar, you, you then channel that energy to get other people, right? Uh, to do the same, right? Mm-hmm. Like what, mm-hmm. what was... What was that motivation and how did, like, because again, you, you dropped 12 books. So I figured you're like, oh, wow. Right. <laughs> and here you go. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring you along with me yeah. to, to get to again, right? Because again, the, the subject you, the you, the word you is always subjective, right? But whoever that you is, I'm going to bring you along with me and, and I want you to tell your story. Like, what was that thought process? And, and again, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm always surprised at the stuff you do. So I just figured you could, regardless of what, whatever you want to do, you just go ahead and do it. Hey, you know what? That's the whole point is to be obedient, right? If God gives you something, you want to be obedient in what he tells you to do. And that's what I've been, in, you know, really focusing on over the past couple of years is, number one, being able to hear him clearly. And then two, you know, acting on what he tells me to do. I don't want to just be a consumer. You know, I want to be able to give you know, give what you told me to do and do it because it's not about me. It's about the fruit. It's about the people that are being blessed by it and the lives that are being changed by it. And that's basically the concept. Um, and I, I believe you're speaking of as the wind blows series. Yes. Yeah. So those are, those are two analogies that I've done and I'll probably continue those, but everybody has a story. Everybody has a testimony. Everybody has something that they have gone through that they have overcome. And you know, I wanted to be able to share that with people. I want you to hear other people's struggles and let them know that you are an overcomer, that you can overcome this, that just because you're in the situation that you're in right now, doesn't mean that number one, God doesn't love you. And number two, that he's not going to bring you out of it. You just got to trust him. So to be able to see people tell their testimonies and even watching them, watching them write it and the transformations that they had reliving it as they put their pen to paper and, you know, the cleansing that came from releasing their story. Some of these people, they never shared their stories with anyone before in life. Exactly. So to be able to open up their heart on, on pen and paper and to share with the world is huge for them. And to see the feedback given to them because they were so transparent and because they were so open and willing to share their story of redemption. Um, I think that's what it's all about. You know, you know, how, how did God transform you? How did, how did he shift you? How did he change you? You know, what, what steps did you take to become, you know, who you are now? How did you overcome the abuse? How did you overcome the addiction? How did you overcome depression? Right. So those are, you know, those are all stories that need to be told. Um, and I think if more people open up their mouths, right, then more people will be transformed. <laughs> now, do, do, now, was it difficult to get them to, you know, put that mm-hmm. on the paper to get them to open their mouth? Was that, was that, was were they in the way? Was there some issue that no. caused them to say like, I, I didn't, I didn't want to do it before? Well, I, I some, sometimes some people didn't actually know that that's what they were supposed to do Ah, until they saw the calling. Does that make sense? So they were like, Oh wait, I do have a story. (laughs) Oh, Oh wait, I did survive the abuse. Oh wait, he tried to kill me and I did survive that. (laughs) Maybe I am grateful. Right. So so for some people, it was a a revelation. Other people, this was the first step to the full book that they needed to write. So one of my authors wrote just a, a, a snippet 
of her story. And we just finished her book, uh, Lachelle Evans, Breakthrough. We just finished her book. She completed her whole book. So it was a stepping stone and something that gave her the courage to say, listen, I want to tell more of my story and I want I want people to hear it so that they can be transformed. Beautiful. Like I said, again, like, like we alluded earlier, let's learn community when, you know, when you have a special guest like Dr. Shanika and you can just kind of see the different facets uh, of her life and her work, but you can always see at the end, right? It's always about you know becoming a better you. When we talk about national when we talk about national minority health month, right? It's about like how can we you know help our minority community become better them, right? When we talk about the international work, like how can someone become a better them, right? So that's it's a theme that uh, is such a, a a sight to see. And sometimes I, and I, I like to, I always, I always like to get on my friends, right? Because a lot of times we're doing so much great work that we don't really have the time, right? To like, to lay it all out and say, oh, wow, I'm, look, look at all the stuff I'm doing, right? So this is why I, I, so I like to brag on them, right? Because they, because <laughs> they won't brag on themselves. They're too humble. Fortunately for me, right? Humility is something I'm still working on, right? So like I, I can recognize like when I'm doing something and I can recognize when they're doing something. Uh, so again, that's why, you know, I said, you know, she, she got to be on the show. But we got we just got to talk about her and, you know, how she can help us uh, become better us. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Before I let Thank you go, because I know I've been long talking, right? I want, you know, just, you know, just some, some quick caveats. Like how is, and again, I, I probably already said it, right? But like, how is what you're doing, you know, not only, you know, empowering other women really to be better selves and better control of their health and everything else, but like, just like the world, like, how are you, how are you doing that? Oh boy. <laughs> 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 that's another hour <laughs> but no that's you know I, to sum it all up whatever you see me do you may see me in a different position you know next week or you might see me in a different country next month just know that everything that I do has a purpose. I'm still working on me. I'm still, you know, God still has some things in me that I, that needs to be, you know, ironed out and, and kicked out and punched out. <laughs> There's still some things, but I'd like to share that journey because the transparency of that journey, whether it's, you know, you know, I have a, a post on my Vimeo right now that, yeah, I gained 10, I gained 10, 20 pounds, you know, <laughs> I like to be transparent in my journey to show that, you know, number one, I'm human. Number two, you're human, you know, and if, you know, God is still working on me, he's still working on you. Yes. Right. So, you know, health wise, mentally, physically, spiritually, however, for I can get you to a place where you are healthier, you are smarter, you are spiritually filled, and you, you know, you are everything to make you home, then that's what I'm going to do. I come to bear fruit. That's Love it. it. Love it. And we, again, we appreciate it. Where can others, you know, find your fruit, right? Where can others find you, whether it be at Blackout.org, whether it be the international or like, where, where list them links out because, you know, I know mm-hmm. people don't want to, they're going to, they're going to want to read the books. They're going to want to read the series. Like, t- tell them. Yeah, absolutely. So everything can be found at www.drshanika.com. That is um, You can find um, some free gifts on health, you know, a free shopping cart list that you can take to the grocery store to help you shop for better foods. You'll also find my books. 
You'll also find how to join the Her Daily Journal. If you want to go directly to the book club, you just go to www.herdailyjournal.com. And it has uh, where you can donate to Mission Partners for Christ, you know, so that we can continue our medical missions. It has everything on that one site. And find out where, you know, all of my social media handles, everything is on that site. Oh, D. Oh, wait, I used to do, <laughs> I used to do a radio show. <laughs> the Diva MD show. <laughs> all right. See, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, honestly, regardless, if she says she used to do blank, I'm going to believe it because, like, there's no, there's no reasons. Like, she's already shown me three years of work to say that she probably could do whatever, you know, we put in front of her. So it's just, just believe her. She's. <laughs> that was a health show so you know if you want to go back into the archives and listen to some old health shows you can do that as well perfect yeah. and again once learn community if you're driving you know at work take a shower whatever all of these links will be in the show notes because again you, you definitely this is definitely a person if you can only follow one person on a social media platform this is definitely a person i think you should choose because Absolutely amazing. Again, Dr. Shaniga, thank you for coming to the Learning community and, you know, really blessing us, educating us, putting our, our thoughts into motion of how we can be better us. I appreciate you, Dr. Barry, for having me. This is an amazing opportunity and all of the work that you're doing is, is phenomenal. You know, I follow the blog, I follow, I get all of your emails. <laughs> yes, and, and the podcast. I apologize if it's... <laughs> But there is a great source of information. So make sure that you guys are subscribing to this podcast because, you know, we're movers and shakers in medicine. So we want to make sure that you guys are aware and hanging out with Dr. Barry for, uh, Dr. Barry for Lunch and Life. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And again, Lunch and Life community. Uh, see you guys next week. You have a blessed one. Take care. Thank you for getting to the end of the show. I am your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, host of The Lunch Learner, Dr. Barry. And this is another amazing episode that we like to bring to you week after week on betterment of empowering yourself for better health today. If you have not had a chance, please go ahead and subscribe to the show if this is your first time listening. If you already listen and you've already subscribed, make sure to leave me a five-star review because your support is absolutely important in keeping the show moving as it is and if you have not had a chance and you want to check out today's show notes always head over to lunchlearnpod.com that is lunchlearnpod all in one word dot com and you can get the access to my show notes for every single episode but especially the one you just listened to and i'm gonna see you guys next week you guys be blessed bye